It's Pat O'Malley coming in live from Rockton, Illinois, co-host of the KG Podcast, joined by co-host Luke Wheat. What's going on, Luke? Pat O'Malley, good to be here with you, brother. Uh, dude, just living the dream every day. What about you? Everything's good, man. Just getting back from the Wisconsin Dells with my girlfriend and her family. Definitely a great weekend starting the holiday celebration. How about you? What's the weekend looking like? Nice. Yeah, just spend some time with some friends, um, relaxing, midterms coming up. So a lot of a lot of material to prepare to get ready for classes and, and to be able to support the students this week. So a nice chill Saturday was nice. Luke, I'm going to tell you this, man. There's nobody else I'd rather have to impact the youth over the holidays than you, my man. They're in- <laughs> Don't fire me up right now. Don't fire me up. It's, it's up, an honor dude. and a privilege. It's an honor and a privilege to do it. You know I'm juiced up. It's a Sunday. We're excited to be here. And after the Rich Jurgen effect, man, I don't know how Ryan Lidge is going to back this up, but I know he yeah. will. But, wow, what a great pod last week. I don't know how you felt about it. Dude, I was I was fired up on it. Um, found, a, found a new friend in Rich Jurgen as well. Just a great dude. And then can you ask for a more impactful story for, for the first guest to come on? I mean, he came on and killed it. He was in the booth, man. He was in the booth. Um, oh, and he and he knew he was in a booth. He he made yeah. it loud and clear that he was in the booth. That's right. That's right. Now, he he went straight from doing our podcast to doing a conference in Nashville, Tennessee, and just he's crushing it, man. So props to Rich for just being out there and impacting so many people's lives. Yeah, I gotta shout out Rich one more time. If you guys are on our social media platform with Instagram, um creeping up towards 500 followers, we couldn't be more blessed and more thankful for that. I never thought it'd be that point, only under a month in, but Shout out to Coach Rich and get in his network, check out his socials. Anytime that you have a guy like Rich on a podcast like this and then have him fly out to Nashville for a keynote speaking opportunity, you know you got some great friends and some great things coming. So, Luke, once again, man, it was a great episode. If you haven't checked it out, audience today, check out episode two. And if you want to hear a little bit about Luke and myself, episode one was awesome as well. So, Luke, before we do anything, I know we want to touch a little bit on the fact that we are not specialists. So I'm going to let you handle that. Yeah, 100%. We are not psychiatrists. We are not psychologists. Um, My buddy's girlfriend is in a PhD to get that degree. And uh, let me tell you, we have not put that amount of work in. So we're just two guys that used to play sports and have been through our own struggles. And we want to help uh, other people kind of come out on the other side like we have and like we are, you know, struggling to do ourselves every day it's it's a daily battle but if we can kind of get the awareness out there and get get um shine a light on it then that 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 helps everybody out so that's kind of what we're trying to do oh absolutely luke and that's why we're here you know we're looking to end that stigma shine the light on mental health and let everyone know it's okay not to be okay and there's supporting cast there's allies there's things you can do and we're looking to get you guys in touch with that and also be here as an ear be here at events be here to answer questions and uh uh, it's a blessing we get to do this on our Sundays, that's for sure. And um, what I do want to touch on as well, I touched on our social media a little bit already, but the Keep Going podcast, jump on Instagram, shoot us a follow. Oh, we got some stuff going on Facebook. You'll catch our podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and all other streaming platforms, guys. And uh, we couldn't be more appreciative of you guys so far. But without further ado, Luke, I'm fired up, man. We got Ryan Lidge coming on. All the way from Puerto Rico. Ryan, how are we doing, man? What's up, gentlemen? I'm doing great. Yes, it's true. I am in Puerto Rico right now, right outside of San Juan. I'm nice. playing winter baseball, but uh, I'm really excited to 
to be here. Got a got a couple days off here. We're in our All Star break, uh, okay. so really excited to be on the podcast, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Right, it, it's it's great to finally uh, put a name or put a face with a name. Uh, we have a lot of mutual connections from Chicago that from my college buddies to you, but uh, and I know you and Pat go way back. So so it's good to finally meet you, man. Yeah, you Luke, too. <laughs> Luke, this is good stuff too because it's like a virtual dap up right now. Like you guys yeah, are gonna be after this call. We got so many mutual friends. We got so many brothers and a uh, shout out. Got to give Jake Peterson and the Peterson family a shout out for really connecting us all. It's it's funny how this stuff comes full circle. So absolutely. 100%. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Ryan, anytime we get to have not only a guy from the Burbs on, but a former, former Notre Dame Fighting Irish, former Yankees draft pick, and more importantly, a Chicago dog on the pod. I'm Chicago dogs. <laughs> so, Luke, I'm going to have you start us off here because you guys have a true meet and greet. Have yeah. Ryan kind of introduce himself. Yeah, 100%. Ryan, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Let's, uh, for the listeners, you know, let's start start as early as you want. Tell me a little bit about your your baseball career, your family growing up. Um, just kind of lead us into high school, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, like Pat alluded to, I was uh, born and raised in the Chicago Northwest suburbs. Uh, I grew up in Barrington, Illinois, uh, the rivals of Elk Grove, Illinois, where fellow podcast mate Pat O'Malley went. Uh, so I played that in high school, and that was kind of our first connection. But, uh, you know, I went to Barrington High School, and I played baseball my whole life. So um, I never played football. I never played basketball. I just fell in love with baseball. It was a uh, uh, a family sport, I guess you could say. I had a cousin who played in the big leagues. He won a World Series. His name was Brad Lidge. Uh, so it was easy for me to fall in love with that sport and thank God I, uh, uh, was blessed to be pretty talented at it and, uh, had a good high school career and, and, and uh, was able to get a scholarship to play, uh, for four years at the university of Notre Dame. Um, I was a, uh, I was a switch hitting catcher. Now I just hit left-handed, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I was, I'm, I'm a catcher. Um, and I got, like I said, I got to play four years at Notre Dame. That was a lot of learning happened at school as, as a lot of people obviously know when you get to college, you learn a lot about yourself. So, um, I was able to take in a lot, learn baseball, learn about me, learn about life. And, uh, again, God blessed me enough where I was able to get drafted after my fourth year, I, I got my degree and I got drafted by the New York Yankees, uh, in the 20th round which for those who don't know, that's a little bit on the later end for baseball. I know football's only got, you know, seven or eight rounds and baseball has like a hundred, but, uh, um, drafted by the Yankees and I played with them for about two and a half to three years, uh, reaching all the way up to triple a, um, for a quick stint, but I played a lot of double a baseball. Um, you watched the world series. I had a couple friends on these teams and, uh, watching the playoffs, a couple teammates and, and it's, it's, I've been able to kind of dip my foot in, uh, in a lot of arenas and, and a lot of, uh, uh, relationships. And I'm very, very grateful for my time with the Yankees and in, uh, 
2020 during COVID, some of the hardest times in, in our lives so far. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I was released. I was released from the Yankees, um, and uh, so I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. And I imagine we'll probably touch on that a little bit more in depth later on. Yeah. But I ended up uh, <clears throat> continuing to play baseball and not affiliated with any major league organization, uh, but they're called the Chicago dogs. Uh, not the dog, like a, like a, uh, a canine, but a hot dog. And, uh, <laughs> I'm able to play at home. I'm able to play at home. Um, and, uh, play in front of my family, play in front of, uh, my now fiance, Emily and play in front of guys like Pat, where they can come to see me play professionally. It's, and it's been, it's been everything that I, 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 Never thought I would be as happy as I am now, but I guess that's just how the plan works. So I guess uh, that's kind of the quick summary on, on, on Ryan Lidge and his, his baseball career and his, his, his life so far. Yeah, man. No um, I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things about oh, but, you. And, oh, I and... guess I'll go ahead. I go guess ahead. I'll add, um, yeah. Sorry. I guess I'll add uh, and now I'm playing in Puerto Rico um, for a, a winter ball, which it's only a couple months. It's only about a month and a half, maybe two. But I'm down here until uh, until January, and then I come back home, and I'm uh, hoping to get picked up by a team um, yeah. back into a major league organization. But right now, the plan is play Puerto Rico, have some fun, and and go back to the dogs unless something else happens. So, hey, pasa lo que pasa, pasa lo que pasa. Uh, <laughs> so, Rich, I, I don't know if you know this. I teach high school Spanish. That's uh, that's my job. So, if you need any tips, just text me. Okay. You know, yeah, no, I've, I've actually gotten. I just went to uh, I went to a restaurant the other day and I handled myself just fine. I had to ask, uh, you know, what they said a couple times, but I I, I got the hey, right. There you food, go. So. Hey, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. But uh, yeah, man, that's I've heard nothing but good things about you from from all our, my buddies and you know talking about the catcher position because to me I was a goalkeeper in soccer and that's kind of you know you're supposed to be the leader of the team as a goalkeeper. You can see the whole field. Just as I assume a catcher is in baseball, Pat obviously knows way more about baseball than I do. Um, but going from Barrington, Illinois, how how big was Barrington, the high school? Pretty big. It's a pretty big high school. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I couldn't tell you how many students are there, but I know it's a big high school and it's a it's a a, a big talent pool for baseball for sure. Okay, gotcha. So. Kind of that transition moment from you, like you were talking about when you find out a lot about yourself in college. Um, going from high school to college, you're playing the catcher position where I'm assuming you need to be a leader on the team. Um, what was what was that like for you, man? Did you did you handle it well? Was it difficult at first? Did you kind of ease into the role? What what was that like? Yeah, I think um, kind of looking back, I've always had some natural leadership qualities. And I think that's kind of why I was able to excel at catcher because uh, you, you got to be loud back there and you got to, you can't be afraid to state your opinion, whether that's on calling a game, calling pitches for your pitchers, uh, telling the infielders where the ball's supposed to go. Uh, Cause mm -hmm. you're pretty much the manager. Like you said, you're the manager on the field. Yeah. Uh, your actual manager's in the dugout, but when the game's going, you're kind of there controlling and, uh, uh, you're the field general. So taking that from high school into college is a, a massive jump. Um, and that's one of those big learning points for me was I thought I knew a lot. And then it turns <laughs> out you don't know as much as you think, you know. You don't know so, what you don't know. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 
I had a little kick in the butt my first semester in fall baseball, but uh, um, great teammates and, and, and my coaches helped me get through it. And I was able to uh, uh, transition and, and be successful and, and end up being the starting catcher for, for about three years. And uh, it kept going for me professionally. So the biggest thing about catching is you got to be in the moment. You can't be thinking about your at-bats. You can't be thinking about, uh, you know, what, what's going to happen in the seventh, eighth, ninth inning. If you're only in the first, you got to be in the moment because you got to be very selfish. It's, you know, you're on, you're, you're, you're catching balls for that pitcher. You're trying to make ball strikes and you're trying to keep the ball in front or throw guys out. And, and if you're worried about what you did at the plate and you're at bat, if you struck out or you got out, or if you're worried about the last pitch and uh, what happened, like you're going to be behind the eight ball, you're going to be running into a lot of challenges. So uh, that's the, that's the biggest challenge for catching is being in the moment. And, um, yeah. Ryan, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you there, Ryan. I think something that me and Luke have touched on in our first couple episodes is something that we do to help with our mental health. Let's just kind of run this back. There's a lot to unpack here with you being out in Puerto Rico right now. You are in a completely different country completely different set of circumstances, culture shock. You got to go out there and perform. Tell me what you're doing in your hotel. Tell me what you're doing in your Airbnb to get ready to play at your top level. What are things that you're doing mentally to help you right now? Yes. Yeah, so there, there's a couple tools that I've always used uh, since I was in, in, in college to, to help me transition. Like I said, it was a, it was a challenging time. And uh, so some of the things I do is what number one, which I think is incredibly important. I don't think people talk about enough is I'm more than just a baseball player. So a lot of people, they make their identity. I'm a soccer player. I'm a hockey player. I'm a basketball player. I'm a football player. I'm a baseball player. Uh, but I'm not just a baseball player. I'm a, I'm a son. I'm a, a fiance. I'm a brother. I, I'm a musician. I like me. I have a guitar. I play music. I, uh, you know, I, I love movies. Uh, I'm a, I'm a critic. Uh, I like exercising, uh, all that kind of stuff. I have to ground myself and remember I'm more than just a baseball player. And yet this is why I'm here, but that helps take the burden off of the pressure that you can feel a lot. Um, no, man, that's, that's a fantastic way of looking at it perspective wise from someone like yourself that, I mean, your pedigree screams, you know, yeah, I was about to say what these yeah. kids want to do. Right. So like, or what they're doing currently with the D one power five background with the Yankees, with all these big name things. And the fact that you go back to you being grounded, understand this is only a game and there's self care things and there's family and there's friends and, hobbies that you still make time for man listeners tonight that is powerful stuff from a man that's played at the highest level still making time in his 24 hours a day to do, do that type of stuff for his self-care fantastic stuff Luke what do you have there dude 100 percent. I think um kind of like I talked about in the first podcast um first app was my like self-worth right you hit it like nail on the head dude nail on the head my self-worth as a d3 athlete Back in the day, no athletic scholarship, just out there playing, right? My self-worth was tied up into being a goalkeeper, right? That, that 
for the first, I, I want to say the first three years of college, but pretty much the, all four years. Um, my self-worth was tied up into being a goalkeeper. And I, I didn't really have anything else to back it up with, I guess, necessarily. And that's, that's where a lot of my mental struggles came from um, initially. And I wasn't seeing the results on the field like you were, right? So I was struggling a lot myself with figuring out what else I like to do. So, man, that's, again, like Pat said, coming from a dude who's played pro ball all the way up to the AAA level and just keeping yourself grounded. And uh, even when you talk about staying present in the moment, right, that's, that's something we can all strive to be better at. Um, in our everyday lives, not even just on the field. So that's that's awesome stuff, man. No, Luke. Yeah, and, and I think it's – Go ahead. Uh, I, Go I, ahead. I think it's important for me to say this too is it's, that doesn't mean that it's easy for me to be uh, grounded like that. It is yeah. incredibly challenging for me, um, especially at times like this where I'm by myself uh, – in a foreign country where people don't really speak my, my main language where it's like, I'm here for baseball. And it doesn't mean it's me saying it doesn't mean it's easy, but I have to recognize that, Hey, baseball is only going to be a little bit of my life in, in the grand mm. scheme of things. It's, it's, I can't, I'm not going to be able to play when I'm 60. So I, I am more than a baseball player. That doesn't mean that it's not what I think about a lot and it's not what I train to do. And it's not where I put a lot of my work into, um, but other baskets to put my eggs in. Yeah, hundred percent. That's um, I, I had a similar experience as you. So I lived in Spain for about uh, six to eight months over one of the year uh, semesters of college to study like interpretation and translation. And, and when you're, dude, I struggled so much, like just, absolutely struggled so much without a, a support system there. Right. And uh, I'm a pretty outgoing guy, but it was crazy how much my personality, I feel like it changed when I was in a place, even though I was great at the language, I was still struggling to make connections. No, Luke, that's a great connection too. you know, based on what you now do for a living Yeah. to be able to not only, you know, go through the struggles, but understand that once you got the hang of it, you could do it, right? I mean, you, you teach it now for a living. So I, I think that's just the keep going mantra we touch on all the time. Um, Luke, if you don't mind, I'm going to segue, but we're going to stay on this here. So, Ryan, obviously right now we touched on some self-care stuff, what you're doing to stay mentally going. How about when things didn't go well? Uh, we talked about in our last episode that sometimes people view people where they're currently at and they don't ever look at, where they started or what they went through to get there. So walk through, if you don't mind, your keep going moment. Yes, absolutely. I'd be more than happy to. This is, uh, this is something, you know, when, I, when I'm back home, I, I, I coach, and this is something that I always want to bring up to the, the, the youth, the younger generation, or even, even people in, my, in the same shoes as me right now is, you know, you see uh, on the resume, Ryan Lidge, you know, played in AAA, had some spring training time in the, with some big leaguers, and, and he's gotten to higher level than anyone else. But the journey is incredibly difficult. Uh, I have had some, some tough, tough moments where well, I didn't know if I was going to keep playing. I didn't know uh, if I was going to get released or cut or, or, or what have you. But 
just because you get to such a high level, you look at all these professional athletes, you look at these guys in the big leagues or guys on the NFL, um, they, they struggle. There's this is, it's not an easy road and you know that, but it's, it's one thing to say and it's another thing to do it. So don't think that Ryan Lynch here is Mr. Perfect. And, and, you know, it's been really easy for him. He's just been a really good hitter. He's been a really good catcher or whatever. Um, Cause that's just not the case. You you've, I've had to work and you have to work to, to get to where you want. Um, but you also have to mentally be prepared for, for the challenges that happen. And, um, and it's okay when, when you're not feeling great. And the moment for me that my keep going moment um, was when I got released by the in 2020. Um, and I told myself I was done playing and I, and uh, this, so about two and a half years ago, um, I, and I quit baseball and it was the hardest decision I ever made at that time. And you can talk to my fiance Emily about it. And if I didn't have her, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And if I didn't have my brother, uh, Dylan, my older brother, Michael, and my parents, my sister, and uh, you alluded to Steve Peterson earlier, if I didn't have this support group um, to help me out through such a challenging time, I wouldn't have decided to keep going. Uh, yeah. And yeah. the moment I knew, it, I, I love the story because I'm a sucker for, for sappy stories, but um, <laughs> You know, I did a lot of praying and uh, with my faith, um, I was driving to the field. I'm in Florida when this happened. So this is during COVID and I was in Florida with my brother. So it was a little more open than other places. And um, I'm driving to the field uh, and I'm pretty much asking, should I keep playing or not? Am I, why, why wouldn't I keep playing or why should I, I should just transition to the next part of my life. And uh came on that was uh uh dream on by aerosmith uh classic and classic i turned and it, right as i turned the radio on it was right after i said that question out loud to myself should i keep playing and that song came on and i felt like it was a sign and i was like i gotta keep doing this and i get to the field and we're playing a scrimmage that day and one thing i've never done in my career is hit an opposite field home run and that day I hit an opposite field home run in a scrimmage. And so I, I took that and I said, I can keep going on this. Um, and I talked to my brother for hours and I talked to my, my girlfriend at the time, now fiance Emily for hours about it. And if I didn't have that support group, I don't know. I wouldn't be on this podcast. I don't think. Right. For sure. So I got to stop you, man. I got to stop you for our listeners. Wow. Okay, so three things I've taken away in unpacking this here for you guys is, one, understanding that you need help sometimes. Yeah, understanding there's got to be support. don't have to do everything alone. Your allies, your support system, it's bigger than just you sometimes. This is a guy, Ryan Lidge, that has done everything well from – whatever age on in baseball to the highest level telling us right now, what saved him in this was his supporting cats. The second thing that I'm hearing is this is Ryan kept showing up, right? It wasn't, 
oh, okay, well, this didn't go my way. So now I'm going to lay in bed for a couple of days and, and not do anything. It was, I'm going to keep showing up, doing the best I can with what I got. Shout out Rich Jurgen from saying that last week, doing what yeah. he had with what he had. And then understanding that it just takes one swing. It just takes one break. And that home run, that song by Aerosmith, God, I'm getting the chills, Luke. I'm getting the chills talking about this. Yeah, 100%, Ryan. That's, dude, credit to you for having the the mental fortitude to be able to do it, you know, with with your support system and and knowing, knowing that you couldn't take it on by yourself, knowing that you had to have those people help you and those people take you along. Um, a lot of people and, struggle. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and believe ahead, me, I, I, there are times where I still think I can do this on my own. And just this last season, um, you know, the, I've had the two – after that moment, I've had two really good seasons, the best baseball seasons of my life. Um, and there are times throughout the season where I think I, I have to do this by myself. I'm not going to bring these people into it this time. I'm not going to do this. But what always happens is I then I, – I look myself in the mirror and I say I, I need their help here and I'm, I'm not going to yeah. just – harbor these feelings and that I'm feeling whether it's frustration or whether that I don't feel like I can keep going or that I, I, I don't think I can do it. And, and instead of holding them in, I just, I, I find those people where I feel I can talk to them about it. And I just let those thoughts, I let those feelings out. And it always seems when you do that, the next couple of days feel a whole lot better. So I, I think it's oh, super yeah. important to be, to, to, I'm not like this perfect, like, yeah, I like I play at a high level, but I struggle with it. And there, and even though I just said that story where I still think that I can do it on my own, but that yeah. doesn't mean that I, that doesn't mean that I can't adjust and then be able to say, okay, I, I need this person right now, or I need this kind of guidance or this kind of help right now. Like that's just, it's, it, it's, it's funny because if me and me in college, I wouldn't have said that, but me right now, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally okay with saying that. Do that. And look, go ahead. Yeah. And it's something I said, I think the first two episodes and I'll keep saying it, dude, I'll keep saying this. There's, there's power and vulnerability, right? They're just think about that. There's power in being vulnerable. Everybody goes through struggles. And, and when you're out there by yourself, it can feel, I mean, like you're on an island, right? When you tell somebody about your struggles, I mean, 99% of the time that I've done that, somebody comes back with, oh, man, that's crazy because I'm struggling with the same thing. And then you can have oh, a bingo. conversation about it, and then you then you start feeling better about it, right? You don't feel alone. That's There's power in numbers. There's power in vulnerability. And just kind of, you know, getting people on your side by letting them know that you're going through the same things. Luke, that's fantastic. And I, it's going to kind of segue into the, wrap up here. I want to be conscious of Ryan. I want to be conscious of your time, Luke, especially on a Sunday night. I know we got some football yeah. <laughs> coming up a little bit. I would say that every week. Ryan may have some grades to put in too. <laughs> oh, he's got some Spanish grades to put in yeah. too. <laughs> this kid's always working. Oh Lord. <laughs> Ryan, doing this. So after Rich's episode, after our first episode, I, I made a point to write this down for this week. What if you're someone listening right now? And you don't have a girlfriend like Emily, a fiance now, um, a mentor like Steve Peterson, a brother like Dylan Lidge. I can relate. I mean, we were the brothers in the suburbs for a long time, like me and Adam were. 
if if you're someone listening right now that doesn't have the fiance, the friend, maybe the family life isn't exactly peachy as it should be, what would you give advice for them, those people listening right now? I would tell those people there there's always someone who cares. Always. And sometimes that person isn't always the most vocal, but maybe they're in your class. Maybe they're your teacher. Maybe they're your counselor. Um, and, I, and I think the reason why sometimes we don't reach out to some people is because we're afraid of that vulnerability. But if there's anything I've learned in this life is that people want to help. People want to help other people. And it's really hard if you don't have that support group and reaching out is scary, but yeah, hundred percent. You, you have people around you in your life that care about you, whether you have to reach out to them on Facebook or on Twitter, on Instagram, or whether you have to, you know, talk to your teacher after class, the one teacher that you feel like connects with you a little bit or, or that student who sits behind you um, because people care. And I think sometimes we think people don't care about us. It's like, oh, my problems, I'm not going to put my problems on this person or this, there's no way this person cares, but I think you'd be surprised. And this is what I would tell that person. You'd be surprised about how many people actually want to help. Yeah. Powerful, so powerful. And uh, that's exactly I agree, Ryan. I think there's always people that care. Um, it's not a burden. And trust me, guys, it's a lot better to reach out than to keep it all inside and go another day where you don't feel your best. People can lift you up. There's specialists. There's teachers like Ryan alluded to. There's people like Luke and myself that are trying to end the stigma, trying to make it more comfortable. Uh, Ryan, that's awesome stuff. And Ryan, we will wrap up tonight. That was super powerful. I can go all night, man. But uh, promote yourself. Where can these guys and girls find you? Um, how can we get in touch with Ryan Lynch? Uh, well, you can follow me on my Instagram. I, I might be wrong in this. It's uh, R underscore Lidgy. I'll pull it up. Uh, make sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up. Make sure. But uh um i'm on instagram i don't have a twitter i got rid of my twitter a couple years ago um and that was a, uh, uh i guess a good connection here it's it was mentally it wasn't helping me if anything it was it was worsening my mental health and and i made the I decision to get out of twitter so, yep, i agree i don't um, have the app anymore as well <laughs> yeah so instagram helps me my excuse for instagram is it helps me uh keep connect connecting with guys like like you two and and my friends uh who, who play ball and and who who you know i don't see in person all the time but um that's pretty much the one way you're going to reach out to me is that instagram i mean i do have a facebook but um you know if you're in the chicago area and you're craving some baseball and you don't really want to go all the way out to wrigley or uh to uh guaranteed right field which is the white Sox field then Check out a Chicago Dogs game this summer. It's in Rosemont. It's by the O'Hare Airport, um, and you'll see uh, you'll see myself hopefully catching in baby blue gear with the Chicago flag catcher's helmet uh, behind home plate and, and winning some ball games. Go dogs, baby! Go dogs, yeah, baby! Go dogs. We are better people to know you, my friend. Your growth is inspiring. I know athletes and adults all across the country have been inspired by what you talked about tonight, and uh, 
Like I said, I'm blessed to know you. Luke is blessed to know you now, and uh, we're super grateful. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Uh, thank you, guys. This is awesome. I'm blessed to know you guys, and uh, uh, I, to everyone who's, who's listening, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Ryan, you're the man. Have a great rest of your evening. I'm, I'm glad the Wi-Fi stayed intact for you, my man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, guys. Appreciate y'all. Take it easy. Dude. All right, that was Ryan Lidge of the Chicago Dogs out from live in Puerto Rico. We appreciate his time tonight. Luke, how do we feel about it? Man, I thought it went great. Dude, I'm always fired up. You know, like anytime I can meet a new person and, and hear their story and hear how they overcame their struggles and how they plan to keep overcoming struggles in the future, and it just gets me fired up and it gets me, again, just like we talked about with Lidge, right? knowing you're not alone. I know there's people out there that are also struggling, but that they're trying to get better. They're trying to better themselves. And that makes me want to better myself. So it always oh. gets me fired up. What about you, man? Oh, absolutely, man. Having a significant other that has played the D1 level and goes through this kind of stuff, you know, understanding that the game is a huge part of her identity, but understand that the self-care aspect and the allies aspect and understanding is just a game. That was gold, and I cannot wait to run that back for our viewers. That was absolutely fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. Luke, to stay on that same train of thought, we got to give our organizational shout-out of the week. You want to tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's uh, My Cleats, My Cause, right? So it's the NFL doing that. Um, usually, you're not allowed to go too fancy with the cleats. You may get fined. You may catch you know, a couple, couple grand check. Uh, it may cost you a little bit, but – they take a week out of the year and let players choose an organization of their choice um, to, to highlight that nonprofit organization to better uh, mental health, to better, you know, it's anywhere from St. Jude's um, and places like that. So, so what a cool thing that the NFL does to bring awareness. Oh, completely agree. And I think I saw Judon out there with some cleats. I saw Lane Johnson. I mean, it's so cool to, touch on you know ways to end the stigma and i think the nfl allowing athletes to show their organizations and show support only helps that and uh mm -hmm. after talking about the nba last week man it's good to see professional teams in multi-million billion dollar industries really shine now for mental health so awesome yeah stuff. they also do an auction with it after the games too so and those uh, proceeds go to the organization it, itself which is great all, all good things it checks off a lot of boxes and getting that on the TV for the youth and even people struggling right now and then auction off money for organizations and things like we're doing right now. Couldn't be more happy to see that out there. Yeah. hundred percent. For sure. For sure. Well, Luke, we are getting to that 30 minute point. Um, I definitely want to touch on what we're doing next week, but uh, you want to give a little shout about uh, reaching out to us for guidance or questions. Yeah. So guys um, again, our Instagram um, reach out to us. We've already had, some awesome people tell us their stories through the Instagram DMs and we'll get them on the pod. Um, shout out to, um, let me make sure I'm getting her name right. Um, Kat, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing this. I don't know where she's from, but Kat Saladin. So she was a swimmer um, at uh, Rutgers and had to um, retire early. So we're going to be getting her on the pod eventually, but shout out her. Um, shout out you guys for reaching out to us. Um, the KG podcast. So that's our Instagram handle. And um, 
our email, if you guys want to email us with a little bit longer of a question, um, then you can just go ahead and email us at keepgoingpod at gmail.com. Um, we'll answer any questions you got. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. Okay. Oh, I love that, man. Kat, we can't wait to have you on and you're an inspiration to all of us. And, uh, now I heard from a lot of buddies, uh, I, I won't name names of that group, but just, I heard from a lot of people from my past over the last week and people are fired up. People yeah. are not only that, but they're excited to get some things off their chest from college, from a couple of years back, from even as early as high school and early childhood stuff. You never know truly what someone's going through. So going into Monday, I know we'll be dropping tonight or Monday morning. Attack the week. It's the holidays. Shine a light for somebody. You don't know what they're going through. And Luke, like we always said, man, keep going. Hey, you got to keep going. Yes, sir. Luke, anything to wrap up tonight? Hey, that's it, man. Just everybody have a great week and, and please reach out to us. Oh, Luke, I'm fired up, man. Great episode again. And uh, God bless you, all right, bro? Yes, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Keep going, bro. Peace. Keep going.